0: Welcome to the Milk Monologues, a collection of stories where everyday Kiwi whanau share their journeys of how they feed their babies during the first year. Every mother, father and caregiver has a story to tell when it comes to infant feeding, just like that of birth. A baby needs milk to survive and as a new parent you often don't know what to expect when it comes to feeding. How you end up doing this can differ from family to family. We are a judgement free, inclusive of all types feeding podcast. Our aim is to share the stories of infant feeding to empower and provide a platform to share insights, challenges and achievements as families navigate the journey of feeding their baby. A reminder before we begin that these are personal stories and that midwives, lactation consultants and GPs can be an invaluable part of your support network. You should always talk to a trusted medical professional and seek advice before making any changes that affect the health of you and your baby. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, we hear from Philippa. Welcome, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Awesome.
1: So, tell us about you and your little family. Um, So, there's myself, obviously. I'm 29, um, and my partner Cam is 28, and we live in Dunedin, and we've got two twin boys, Bronte and Arlo who are just over six months old.
0: Amazing. How was it when
1: you found out
0: you were having twins?
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) We actually do have twins in our family. Um, So my grandpa was a twin and my sister also has twins. But to be honest, like when we talked about wanting to have a baby, I just never actually thought that we would end up with twins. It just didn't really cross my mind. I guess I assumed that Um, my sister had kind of taken one for the team in that respect and she, you know, had got the family gene. Um, So it wasn't actually until I told my sister that I was pregnant that she was like, oh my God, imagine if you have twins. I was like, oh my God, imagine if I have twins. (laughs) Um, So it was actually at our first scan, it was the dating scan um, that we found out that it was twins, But Cam didn't come to that scan because I guess I just assumed like we were basically just not really going to see much and just going to make sure that there was actually a baby in there, I guess. Um, So my mum came with me (laughs) and the minute the sonographer put the um, probe on my belly, it was very clear there was two babies in there. She didn't even need to say. Um, And we were like, oh, shit, (laughs) there's two babies. Um, It was pretty exciting, though, to be honest. I don't know. I was still surprised, but in a good way. And yeah, obviously had to ring Cam while he was at work and let him know that we were not just having one baby, we were having two. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. That would have been a shock at work. <laughs> you get that so Yeah. Cool?
1: Oh, it was so funny. Like was we had kind of talked about it before. And then I think everybody that I told just thought I was joking because my sister already has twins. So I guess they were just thinking, no way. Like, you can't also have twins.
0: (laughs) And so the question that we ask everyone at the beginning, what did you know about feeding babies before
1: you had one or feeding two babies? (laughs) Um, I guess prior to being pregnant, um, not a lot. Obviously, the options I thought were breastfeeding or formula feeding um but then definitely as soon as i found out i was having twins the research began um and i guess i did have a bit more of an insight as my pregnancy went on in terms of just googling things and reading things i read a really good book um about breastfeeding twins and then obviously with twins runs the risk of um having premature babies and so i'd looked into a lot of what could happen had they been Born early and our options with feeding that way so yeah I guess I was quite aware of all my options prior to having them but I had um, I think mentally committed to try my best to breastfeed them if I could
0: yeah and then how was your birth and your first kind of week with your twins
1: Well, we had um, decided to have an elective C-section because um, baby A was breech. So we were booked in for 38 weeks, but that was brought forward a week because growth scans were showing small babies. Um, So yeah, we had an elective Caesar at 37 plus one. Um, Both babies came out teeny tiny, just four and a half pounds. Um, And so we did know that There was the potential for them to need NICU, Um, and that is, of course, what happened. And we spent, yeah, our first week with the babies um, in the neonatal unit. How was that? Um, To be honest, we actually had a really great experience. Um, I know NICU can be really traumatising and quite scary for a lot of people, Um, but again, since I knew that it was a potential, we had talked about it a lot. I'm a nurse, so I have a little bit of awareness about those kind of things. And I felt that I needed to talk to Cam quite a lot about it because if that was going to be the case, he was going to go with the babies to NICU and I would obviously have to stay in theatre. And so we did talk a lot about it. Midwife went through a lot of possibilities and what would happen and, you know, showed us the incubators and all those kind of things just so that on the day it wasn't going to be a big shock and that we could kind of, yeah get our heads around it a bit quicker I guess. So it was basically just their birth weight that led them to NICU. We didn't actually have any other major problems, blood sugars, jaundice and temperature just initially Um, but we were mainly just in NICU to establish feeding. So as I say it was a pretty nice experience compared to probably some other people and because of their gestation they were yeah pretty healthy, we babies.
0: That's so good. That's such a relief for you, I'm sure.
1: Oh, yeah. And that was um, my biggest anxiety my whole pregnancy was that I was going to have two premature babies. I was just, yeah, every week that went by, I was just like, yay, they're still in there. Um, And the fact I got to 37 weeks still um, is quite amazing, really. I can't believe that um, I kept them in there for that long.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's fantastic. And it sounds like you're really well prepared for whatever way things went. So then did your midwife talk to you about feeding at the breast
1: when the babies were born or did you have to express? Um, So I had expressed some colostrum prior to the boys being born and then because I went for a C-section, we did talk about it all kind of depended on the boys' condition when they came out, whether I'd get skin to skin and whether I'd be able to feed at that time. I wasn't able to have that experience in theater at the time. The first baby that came out, I did eventually get to see, um, but they just literally just brought him over close to my head. I just saw his face, he was all wrapped up and had a hat on and all that. I literally just saw his face. Um, and B baby, I didn't get to see. Um, and then they went straight to Nikku fairly quickly. And because I'd had a spinal, I wasn't actually allowed to go down and see them until that had worn off. So that was probably about five hours later that I actually got to go down to NICU in my bed um, and see my babies for the first time. But it was all fairly straightforward from there. So as soon as I got there, I got to hold them both. We had skin to skin. And (laughs) we didn't have names at this stage, but Bronte at the time. um, He actually just nuzzled his way down there and straight on the nipple and off he went, really. (laughs) So yeah, it was good. That's so good. So were you able
0: to just feed at the breast then or did you find that you needed to express?
1: So once I started feeding, um, I was still hand expressing after each feed, um, really not getting much at all. Um, and I was just, we were still obviously feeding them as much as possible. So every three hours minimum, um, but my milk didn't come in. So they were born on a Wednesday morning um, and my milk didn't really come in till very late on that Friday night. Um, so in the meantime, <clears throat> they actually both got feeding tubes. Um, so after being at the breast, they would have formula top ups there, um, particularly Arlo who was baby A because he was still quite sleepy. Um, but I felt like Bronte was getting more at the time. He was a bit of better at sucking um, than Arlo. But yeah, definitely was still having top-ups for, was about two days, I think, until my milk came in and I was able to actually proper express um, like with an actual double pump and get that stuff going. Um, and then once my milk came in, it was actually one of the Nuku nurses, which I think in hindsight, this was a key aspect to being able to still be successfully breastfeeding. Um, She said, instead of just jumping straight into tandem feeding with teeny tiny babies, first time mum, milk's just come in, there's just a lot of learning going on. She said, why don't you introduce a bottle and breast? So we did that. So one would have a bottle with my express milk and one would be on the breast next feed, swap that around. Um, and we actually did that for about two weeks. So for the whole week in NICU, every feed we were doing that. And even when we got home, we were still doing express milk, um, and breast. And yeah, I think it was around that two week mark that my midwife was right. Come on, like you can do this. Let's just get into this tandem feeding. Like you've got this.
0: (laughs) Amazing. So did you have to choose a specific bottle did anyone help you with stuff like that or how to show so we you how to ju-
1: bottle feed yeah so we just used the ones that were in Niku and so they were Dr. Brown bottles um with obviously the wee primi teat um and they have bottle warmers there that just does everything automatically and perfectly for you um and so yeah that was all shown to us and obviously Cam um we were really lucky that he was able to stay with us so even though The boys were in NICU because I'd had a Caesar, I was still a patient um, in the maternity ward and we had a single room. So he was able to stay. So literally he was there for every single feed day and night. Um, And he would obviously give the bottle. So he was actually better at that. And once we got home and I was going to give a bottle, I was like, oh, you're going to actually have to show me how to do this. I don't know how to do this.
0: (laughs) So when your midwife uh, started talking to you about tandem feeding did she show you how to do that or give you any advice?
1: The I guess in terms of tandem feeding it was more just about positioning um, and making sure that I was comfortable. Um, the boys were still so small so I needed a lot of support in terms of pillows and obviously somebody else around so she was just more there for like support and a bit of guidance. I guess you can't really fully teach somebody how to do that until they're kind of in that position. Yeah, it was mainly her that kind of pushed the idea. I was getting quite comfortable with the bottle and breast. Um, But I think that combination also made me a bit more confident with the breast because it gave me more time to focus on the one that was feeding. So I was a bit more familiar with what they needed or how they were feeding and yeah one day we just set up and she just passed me two babies and they latched on and off we went really. (laughs) And then how did you find it? It was quite um, I guess you can call it quite a process Um, it was very time consuming um, really needing to make sure that they didn't move because then if one would slip off, they were so small that like they obviously weren't at the point of being able to get themselves back on. I think honestly, sometimes just the feeding process in itself would take like an hour. Um, so it was pretty hard going and I definitely needed someone with me constantly. So again, can every feed day and night, but also once he went back to work, I was lucky just with the timing. It was around Christmas and, um, that my mum actually had time off work. And so there was never actually a time in the first six weeks of being home that I was ever by myself with feeding. So again, I think that made a massive difference. Um, Constantly having someone to pass me a baby or take one off or, yeah, I guess I just, I just went with it. I just threw out any expectations I had, I think, Didn't really care who was here. I obviously had to have both my boobs out. I was just, I was just going with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you definitely leave the dignity at the door when you have a baby. (laughs) I think so, yeah. (laughs) So apart from what you've already described, was there anything else you found that was really helpful, supportive that people did for you?
1: Well, just going back to my midwife, sorry, to even establish my um, feeding, she was quite about the fact of needing to pump um, and so as much as I developed a, a love-hate relationship with the pump I think um, pumping made a massive difference in again being able to achieve tandem feeding um, but then it's just those little things like getting rest if you can drinking lots so obviously yeah having a drink bottle right next to me basically eating well um, I did dive into quite a few lactation cookies um, because even though I was pumping, I didn't really know what my supply was like to be honest Um, and so I was like, I don't want anything to tail off here, like we're going quite well so I'm just going to keep boosting the supply (laughs) um, to hopefully, yeah, build it up enough to be able to keep feeding two babies. If you don't mind me asking, how was Cam's experience of this all? I think he coped incredibly well to be honest Um, I shouldn't have been surprised but I was a little bit Um, he just took to it so naturally like it sounds really you know la-di-da but he really did he was really you know really really involved um, from the minute they were born really Um, we even had quite a few comments from the NICU nurses about how it was quite surprising to see a partner there so frequently I guess and yeah I think he really enjoyed it and he was obviously very supportive of the feeding there was never a time that he'd be like no I'm not getting up with you <laughs> like it was just non-negotiable that we were um, doing it together really and yeah he was he was awesome still is awesome six months on we still get up together in the night time <laughs> we had a pretty straightforward kind of introduction to breastfeeding, um, which obviously was so lucky. Um, Once we hit the six-week mark, that's obviously when I ended up having to be doing everything by myself because everybody disappears back to work. Um, And so I... I then kind of went off tandem feeding kind of because it was way too hard for me to try and manage to get two babies on, um, especially at that stage with burping. If one would come off, like, do I fling one over my shoulder while I've still got one feeding? Like there was some questionable maneuvers going on there when I was trying to tandem feed. I wanted to do it because it was um, time saving, you know, otherwise I'd be sitting there as I say, for sometimes up to an hour trying to get this process underway. And so I basically decided at that point that I would just feed them individually. Um, It just made things a lot easier for me. So I'd be able to feed one. I would put one down in the bouncer, feed the other one, and then we would, yeah, carry on. (laughs) That I just found that a lot easier. And I still do that. I really only tandem feed if I've got someone else here with me. So
0: what have you found about your breastfeeding journey to be the most kind of rewarding aspect for you?
1: I think just the big thing is I'm just so amazed that I did it, that I'm still doing it, that I, you know, I didn't deter from it or give up's not the right word, but, you know, I never really let it get the best of me, even if I was so tired and it would have been easier to give a bottle or this and that, like I'm just so proud that I managed to stick to it and just feel so lucky that I've been able to feed them for this long, to be honest. Yeah.
0: And is there anything that you can reflect on that you might have struggled with that in hindsight you've got a solution for maybe?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the only couple of things that I didn't enjoy about trying to breastfeed twins was pumping that was my it honestly became a chore it was like my worst moments it sounds so silly to some people like pumping 15 minutes like you know that's not much but it really is when you've been feeding babies for an hour and then you have to pump but if I missed a pumping session or um, you know had I not continued to pump then I knew that the chances of being able to continue breastfeeding would drop.
0: So with the pumping, do you have any
1: tips or tricks that you found really useful to kind of get through that? I did hire um, a double pump initially from the maternity ward and the lactation consultant that went through all of that with me obviously was very specific about the equipment that they give you. I think that getting, you know, the right flange and all that kind of everything to fit the size makes a massive difference if you're using the wrong stuff i don't think that pumping is very effective um so yeah i was lucky that all of that was kind of taken care of for me <laughs> um and then i actually have also still got a double pump that i'm hiring from the local multiples club um not that i really pump that much anymore but it's nice to have the option um if i wanted someone else to look after them for for a bit or yeah So where did you find the kind of information that you found that you needed? Again, lots of Googling. (laughs) Um, I did really like this Mothering Multiples book that I um, got my hands on that was really helpful, specifically regarding feeding. And she's a twin mum. So it was a really relative, somebody that had actually been through this experience giving advice. Um, My midwife was amazing. The NICU nurses are obviously amazing. Um, They really encourage if you are fully on board to breastfeed, they are really, really supportive of that as well. I did follow a few twin Facebook pages, just like a multiples NZ page, but also the NICU page as well, which I think gives you a bit of insight to what works and potentially what doesn't work. Yeah. What was your
0: experience of feeding and sleeping with the babies?
1: (laughs) Um, In those early days, again, there was just a lot of feeding and not much sleeping, to be perfectly honest. The human body is quite amazing what it can handle or what it's capable of when it has to. Um, I still even think now, like, how do you keep going under those circumstances? Because by the time we'd fed both babies, changed them, burped them, resettled them, then I've pumped. I was very lucky to get an hour of sleep before we're up doing all of that again, obviously. Um, On three hour rotations, which didn't really change for a long time, they were feeding three hourly day and night for a long time. I would try and rest where possible, I know some nights when there was like desperate times, I made sure that I had definitely pumped and Cam definitely took one for the team and he would feed them both. um, Just to give me at least one kind of solid three or four hours sleep. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there wasn't much sleeping going on.
0: That's okay. Did you set up like a, a feeding station or anything in particular that was quite helpful?
1: Um, I had everything just out in the lounge so I did have a specific twin feeding pillow um, and which it just helps support to feed them and I would always feed like in the football position where you've got them under both arms basically and just their wee heads out the front Um, and so I would have literally everything that I needed there was never a time that um I would feed in bed. I would always have to get up because, again, just with the positioning, making sure that they were okay. Oh, and the other thing um, that I don't think that I've mentioned is we feed them together every single time. Um, I would never just feed one and put one back and then hope that the other one wouldn't wake up and won't feed. Um, So, yeah, definitely always doing it together. So a feeding station was, yeah, pretty pretty important (laughs) we had an everything station our living room was where we had everything we had a cot set up there that had two changing mats on the inside of it with you know all their nappies and wipes and everything and that was kind of the the holding zone as well so that you had somewhere safe to put them both they weren't on the ground the dog couldn't get to them I could you know have some breakfast hopefully knowing that they were just safe enough lying in there Um, And I still use my feeding pillow. So the feeding station is still very up and running.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you told me you've made it to six months, which is amazing. So
1: congratulations to you. You seem very proud of it. I am honestly just so amazed that I could do it. I don't know. It was something that I had definitely thought was going to be one of the hardest things about having twins would be breastfeeding them. Like I obviously was Committed that that was what I wanted to do, but I was also very open to the many speed bumps that can happen with breastfeeding one baby, let alone two babies. And so I was kind of prepared for something to happen to be like, oh no, I I can't do this, or no, it's it's not working out. It's going to be easier if we just bottle feed them. I just yeah. But I just didn't really ever get that moment. And as, you know, I was like, if I feed them for six weeks, that's amazing. Two months, that's amazing. Maybe I can get to four months. (laughs) Here we are at six months. It's just, yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. And as much as you can kind of plan, I'm curious to ask if you have an end date in sight or
1: whether you're just going to keep going. I think I'm just going to keep going um, for as long as I can or as long Is practical I guess Um, I'm still pondering returning to work um, and although work would be a supportive environment in terms of pumping if I still wanted to feed um, I just don't know being in that environment and not being able to you know eat and drink and stuff all the things that I do at home whether I would even keep my supply up enough to feed two babies to be honest so whether I stop before then or I stop because I'm returning to work or the boys choose to wean themselves. I'm not sure. Um, We'll just have to wait and see. And then the last question
0: that we love to ask is, do you have any wisdom for anyone else who might be finding themselves in a similar situation
1: to you? (laughs) I do just think to always just think positive. Like I know when I was pregnant with twins, there's so many things that... Um, you're warned about or told is difficult and this is hard and nothing's really seen in a positive light when you have multiples for some weird reason because it should be very exciting and yes it could possibly be tough but I just think um, do your research, trust your instinct, trust your body As I said before, the human body is crazy. I think if you are really committed to giving breastfeeding a really good go, um, it is very possible. Um, Feeding twins is hard going, but again, you know, if you persevere through anything that you may get to, um, as I didn't have any experience with anything too horrible that, you know, deterred me. But I just really think if you stick to it, it, you can do it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's
0: awesome for you to share. And it's so lovely to hear you talk about this whole journey so positively and that, you know, you just kept a really open mind. And thankfully, you know, you had a lot of support and things seem to have gone really well for you. So that's fantastic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah. To add to that would be um, I do not think I would have been successful without the support that I had. Um, Cam, obviously, but just my family as well. Yeah, you, you can't do this by yourself. It's, yeah, that's too much pressure, too much expectation. You really do need to have a good support system. And it's not all do and die with twins. It can be great. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah absolutely I'm so glad that you've shared that so thank you so much for spending time with me today to talk about this and to share your journey with people it's been fantastic